pick up on that, right? Like, no, I knew right away. I was like, you should run it after the kid. I'm like, I think he's got it. I knew right, right away, man. That's too funny. Uh, Anyone could have seen it. That's so fucking funny. Um, by the way, that's all recorded. It today. is. <laughs> Beers Mandatory, episode 23. The Grey One. You know what? I want to keep in what we just said about that's all recorded and then like just make a huge joke about it. Like what was recorded. It'll be a cool. big conspiracy. It's pretty cool. We'll leave it up to our listeners. Yeah. Well, you know what? If you guys are good and we, if our subscribers go from 13 to 20, Ooh, maybe we'll release it. Incentives. Maybe not though. Cause it's still Hey, word of mouth. Tell yeah. your friends. Um, tell your friends at the Gobbler Cup uh, this weekend. The Gobbler Cup. Sunday Thanksgiving. It's going to be a matchup. It's going to be, uh, I don't know, what's a turkey-related pun? Uh, oh, well, sorry, what? I don't have any. Yeah, I don't have any either. <laughs> we had some great puns today in our uh, in our Gobbler Cup group, though. We did. Yeah, yeah. yeah there was some Nick's got laughs. A, Nick's got a tight end. <laughs> I have a tight end. And fucking, what did Nod say? He's a real. He said, I don't He's know. a real wide receiver. Yeah, like, that's never been used before. Oh, that was brilliant. I was like, fucking, that's funny, man. <laughs> that's funny. Um, no, but yeah, I'm, I'm dead serious. I'll be there at 7 a.m. Yeah, you should have seen the look on Nick's face, guys, when we found out that we were going to have 10 people at the game. His face lit up like, I don't know. His face lit up like McNulty in season five of The Wire. Wire reference. When, <laughs> should have like a sound effect for that. Um, when Freeman uh, starts helping him with his plan. The face that McNulty has when that starts happening. You will get that so soon, man. I know. You will get I don't that get soon. that right now. But it's crazy, man. The look on his face was sick and diabolical, much like the look you had on your face. Well, once we start talking schemes and stuff yeah. like that, I was like... When we start? We already started. That's what I mean. When we started, oh, when we started. talking schemes, that's when my face lit up. Nick got excited, guys. I've already got a playbook started. Exactly. I'm not lying. It's a real Sean McVay offense over here. <laughs> it's going to be. It is going It's going to be. Gobbler Cup. Beer's mandatory. Episode 23. How the 20. heck are you today, Nick? Good. How are you? Good, buddy. I can't complain. Kind of a shitty day. We just dusted an entire pizza. Yeah. Ooh. Not quite. There's a slice left. We've got one post slice each yeah, left. Yeah, exactly. We wanted to give ourselves a reward. <laughs> right? Like, go get it. Right? Like, go get it. Girl. Go get it. Go get it, girl. Go get it. Mmm, girl. Um, number 23, by the way, uh, uh, no notable athletes. Uh, I don't think, I don't think anyone's ever actually worn number 23. This may be the first episode that we don't, we literally just can't think of an athlete. Uh, I can't think of anyone. Athlete. Cannot think of anyone. Uh, listeners, if you guys can think uh, of an athlete, let us know. What about like LeBron Jordan or am I saying that right? LeBron Jordan rings a bell. Maybe Michael James. Michael James. Rick James? Rick James. Rick James's less talented brother, who wore number twenty-three. Right. When he was playing music. Right. When he was right. playing music as well. Yes, I had to think about that one. Much like uh, last week's episode, number twenty-two was. Oh, Michael Red. Michael Red. Did you guys search him? Did you enjoy what you found? <laughs> I don't know. John didn't seem to really enjoy it, but uh, he was complaining about having him on fantasy. I'm like, just because he's not a good fantasy player, John, doesn't mean he's not a good player. Yeah. Sometimes John gets these ideas in his head and he just kind of runs with them, but they don't really make sense. I know, like all Gene outfits, like they make no sense to me. <laughs> um, yeah, John. Anyways. Anyways, bud. Looking forward to seeing you. For yeah, the can't wait for the for the GC the Gobbler. Um. Episode twenty three. Uh, yeah. Do some quick hitters. Uh, Nick, was there was something you wanted to talk about? We were talking about it a bit yesterday. Can you remember uh, it? I don't was know. My memory's a little fuzzy. Hard from Nancy yesterday. on that. One. What were we talking about yesterday? I need a reminder. Uh, I don't know, man. You had a point to bring. It wasn't sports related. I remember that. Oh my god, our mind and mind is clearly <laughs> a little fuzzy as well too. I'm gonna push ahead and go into what I wanted to talk about. Okay. Um, we'll get back to that thought. I saw yesterday. Someone, a man, I assume, um, in 2018, might I add, he was wearing a New York Jets Tim Tebow jersey. And that was a bold strategy to wear that jersey before he ever played a snap for the New York Jets. <laughs> and then what, like six years later, knowing what we know now... To still wear that jersey? You may as well just buy a Tim Tebow AAA or whatever. Yeah, he is baseball, baseball. baseball. Yeah, It's like, I didn't realize time travel had existed, but this guy clearly is from the year 2013. 
<laughs> and no snaps have happened yet. So, like, that's crazy. We saw time travel this weekend, right? <laughs> Diehard Jets fan. I was like, wow. Wow. Sorry, you remembered your point. Yeah, because after you had told that story to me, it had clicked with me, which I guess we're going to roll into now. Yesterday was a very disappointing day for me. Uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers <laughs> lost to the Chicago Bears 48-10 to in Chicago. Yes, yes. And by the second quarter, I think it was... 21 or 28-3, I don't remember anymore. Sorry, what was that, Sextal Taylor? Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. I Mitchell, know. Mitchell Trubisky did ball out and crush you in fucking fantasy this week. Yes, yeah. and and Taylor, I'm sorry that the Buccaneers failed your expectations. Yeah. Um, but okay, anyways. It's okay, sexy doll. During the second quarter, I was like, you know what? I was talking to you. I was talking yeah. to Thaddeus. I was talking to Taylor. And I texted all you guys, and I said... I'm out of here. I'm done watching this game. Yeah. I'm going to the gym. Sometimes you need to. I needed to because I was getting... My blood was boiling. I, I <laughs> My blood was boiling. I didn't know what to do. I was pacing around the house. Yep. So I the got up. House, I went, not just the TV room? Just the living room. <laughs> so I got up. I went to the gym. I, I get there. I hop on the treadmill. I'm walking. I'm about to start jogging. Yeah. And I look to my right and... In walks a lady with a Chicago Bears hoodie on, <laughs> and instantly my blood started boiling again, and I remembered the game, and I was like, man, and you want to know what? I come into school today, one of the first 10 people I see, some kid's wearing a Chicago Bears pullover, kid in my class is wearing a Chicago Bears hat that I've never seen him wear before, I'm like... What is this? I'm like, what? Are all of you Everyone's just Bears fans now? Are all of like, you trolling They me? score 48 points, they win, now they're Bears fans? Actually, little did you know, I've actually been paying people in their life. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was hallucinating. Like, what's Bears going on? Them? Like, what is this? That is so fucking funny. Man. It was just like everywhere, man. I, have you ever seen someone wearing a Bears hoodie? No. Three, no. To- three times in two days? In two days. It's statistically oh. unlikely. Where we live, it's statistically Where? unlikely. Other than John's other than, dad other, and... Other than Shrek, Papa Shrek. And, who wears and my uncle. Uh, they're the only two Bears fans I know. Yeah, man. That's that's fucking peculiar. Yeah. It's a peculiar day. It sucked. Um, <laughs> it did suck. That sounds terrible. I'm over it. I'm over it. Yeah, Nick, it is okay. We had fun. We you know, you saw for a couple hours, you get over it. <laughs> Nick just went right back to the drawing board for the Gobbler Cup. He's like... I'm I like, gotta, hold on, let me let me worry about something that I can control. Yes. So, yeah, it was to the drawing board. So, by the way, whoever's on Nick's team for the Gobbler Cup, I hope you're not just expecting to play a fun game of football. <laughs> this is a very serious <laughs> game of football that Nick's playing. Um, so we, we have that to look forward to. Um, also, I just want to say, I'm, I'm really disappointed in humanity. Like, we went so long, so long, like a really long time, not accepting people that wear socks that wore socks and sandals we went so long not accepting that yep. and now it's just cool now it's just like yeah fine whatever wear socks and sandals i was always a socks and sandals dude when playing sports or all the time mm, quite a lot oh no <laughs> <laughs> all right episode 23 is it this is the last one we did. signing off it's been okay i guess but like not anymore like maybe a few years ago then you stopped, eh? Yeah. So maybe it is just a high school thing. Because my job, I spend a lot of time around high school students. Not going to say what my job is. I'll let you guys laugh and infer what you want from that. Um, but I see it all the time, and I just want to, like, smack their fucking feet and just, like, take their shoe up. Like, get your fucking, go put some shoes on. Um, but then I think that means I'm old. We're not old. Yeah. Although we did get ham on our pizza as opposed to pepperoni, for the very reason that we are old. <laughs> Referring to the fact that pepperoni gives us heartburn. Yeah, maybe or we ham might not. Yeah, <laughs> I think we're old, dude. <laughs> we're talking if we played uh, full tackle at the Gobbler Cup. Can't do it. It'd be, Nick was like, one of us would just like, like we would not be getting out. Like we would not leave that field. Dude, I don't know about you, but I couldn't walk normal for like three days after we played full tackle in the snow <laughs> during Christmas. I couldn't. And like, here's the thing. My whiffle injury is, it's not fresh or anything like that. Like, I'm healing. I'm starting to get some strength back and everything in it. But, like... Can we... Hold on. Can we just announce the fact that Graham's making his pickup sports debut since his injury his in comeback. the summer? His pickup sports. This is a comeback. comeback season. It's com- Don't call it a comeback, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Um, call it a comeback. I just wanted to point that out. Let's get hyped. Um, it's a big return. But, yeah, somehow, like... It's a big return, guys. We, I mean, I was a five-tool player in football. I was a five-tool player. <laughs> I am not a five-tool player. In Great football. possession receiver. <laughs> yeah. 
Just put me in the slot. Yeah. I'll work there. Isolate me as the one. He'd be a great fit on the New England Patriots. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the, Wes Welker learned it all from me. So, Wes uh, McMillan Welker. Um, but yeah, so I think really the main theme of today is Gobbler Cup's going to be fucking... <laughs> if you're sweet. taking anything away from the this uh, quick hitter section, yeah, the Gobbler Cup is gonna be. Is there anything quick in sports? Because everything we're t- gonna talk about in sports actually has like a place today. Yeah, um, not really. Bron James made his debut as a Laker. Yeah, fine. Yep, looked fine. Uh, Celtics played again. They played two games. Gordon Hayward looked rusty, but fine. Kyrie looked good. Yep. Um, it's basically quick as we're gonna get yeah um the gobbler cup was definitely the highlight yeah should we just we're all it? looking forward to it i think we all are all of our <laughs> listeners are, are going to be members of the gobbler cup definitely um, also it's exciting next week is our thanksgiving show right so it's always good on a holiday we get people back in town right i love like, thanksgiving man yeah fall's my favorite time of the year it's i don't know i it's one of my favorite holidays i guess we were having this debate last weekend what do you prefer 15 degree weather in like Late March, early April, or 15 degree weather in late September, early October? Late September, early October. Why, man? I, fall's my favorite time of year. To me, it just singles like, or like signals to me that, fuck, I'm going to be so goddamn miserable for the next five <laughs> months, right? Like, I can't even get psyched about it, right? Like, it's a nice weather, like, who doesn't See, like... See, I'm not thinking about winter right now, though. That's all I'm thinking about right now. Really? All I'm thinking about right now. I'm like, I don't know, man. I, I... I think I mentioned this to you before. Like, I just, I always think of, I, okay, spring's cool too. I like spring a lot. Yeah. But I always just think of it as this, like, soggy time of year where it's, like, snow's melting. It, like, for sure. For to sure. me, like, when snow's still there, it's, like, dirty snow and melting. It's, it's one of the ugliest looking things I've ever seen. For sure. But to me, like, 15 degrees there is, like, we just went through, you know, 8 degrees for two straight weeks. And then we get that first 15 day. It seems like there's more. It's great. It seems like there's more warmth in the air, right? It's great. Like it just seems like, yeah, it, may, it might look shitty and ugly outside, but you're just like, the next two months, you're gonna be in shorts, you're gonna be in t-shirts. It is a good feeling. Like it's a night, yeah, right. Like it is a good to feeling. To me, that feeling in in September, October of that first 15 degree day is like we just had 28 degree. <laughs> we just had 28 degree weather. Excuse me. So like, yeah, it's nice to cool down a little bit, right? Yeah. But before we know it, it's gonna be eight degrees. And before we know it, it's gonna be minus two degrees. Yeah, you're right. Um... I guess I, I get, I just get a sense of comfort. Like, I like throwing on a fucking hoodie for the first time in you a mean while. Both, buddy. I was like pumped jeans, I even, today. you know? Yeah. Like, like. Unfortunately, due to my job, I have to wear, like, pants all the time throughout work. So, and jeans are usually my escape in the summer. Yeah, no, for, yeah, 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 for which sure. Which is terrible. And, like, fall to me, like, the just, the outdoors and the scenery is, is unmatched. It's the best time of year. All right. Changing colors, it's Changing. the best. Like bloods to crips. That's just my opinion. Like bloods to crips, or yes. Can you go both ways? Like a crip blood? No, I think you would be dead. Should we do that? <laughs> just bring it all together. Like two white boys from Unity. Beep. Bring it together. Unity. Yeah. The bloods and crips. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bloods and crips. All right, we're gonna go. We're gonna go to California. Cali. Yeah. I don't. I hear they don't have uh, leaf changing colors there though. Definitely not in Cali. Yeah. Um. No. Definitely not. But you just said that was the best part. We're not going to Cali anymore. <laughs> it's not happening, boys. It's not happening. Uh, mostly because none of you are funding us, okay? So please go to our GoFundMe page. It's www.gofundme uh, backslash forward slash dash 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 eight dollar sign 12 beers mandatory. mandatory dollar sign dollar sign dollar sign backslash 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 dot http p dot x slash double slash negative 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 positive equals eight two four. So if you just go there, go to that, guys. It'd be we'd really appreciate it. We'd really, really appreciate it. Oh, God. Um, so, guys, we're just going to have a quick word from our sponsors. Uh, then we're going to come back. We have basically an all-encompassing NFL talk. Yep, uh, yep. Why the Bucks? they just put themselves fucking up against a wall. A uh, uh, yeah. little preview for tonight's game, Denver KC. Yep. Um, why I think Atlanta's actually in trouble. Um, Earl Thomas. Earl Thomas. And the Cleveland Browns-Oakland Raiders game, which we all got a little too into last night. We did, and we will get into the reasons why. But now, a quick word from our sponsors. The Gobbler Cup this Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Come check out those classic football players like Thaddeus. Four fan favorites, Nigel and Aaron. 
Special surprise appearance by Deshaun Jackson, maybe. See the pickup sport comeback of Graham. Just don't call it a comeback, pussies. That's the Gobbler Cup this Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. All proceeds go to the Jock Itch Society of Canada. Coming back with some music for my friends, but uh, they don't really want that music, so I think they should just go and fuck themselves. We are doing this for them, but we love them. Yeah, 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 Music, abuse, mandatory for music. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, so guys, welcome back. Welcome back from a nice commercial break there. Um... Yeah, okay, so... I know what you guys are thinking. Just talk about sports already. Yeah, exactly. Get, stop with the music. Stop We're with just the... dangling the cheese out <laughs> in front of you. Look, guys, we get it. You think we have a shit taste in music. We get that. But it's all going to be recorded Graham and Nick scat boxing. We're going to release our own mixtape. It'll be of Graham and Nick scat boxing. It's already in the works. Yeah. Uh, will be released before Kanye West's Yandy album brilliant oh shit that's what i wanted to talk about in quick hitters <laughs> oh how could we forget psychopath. about kanye oh my god dude the downfall of a legend yeah no kidding downfall of a legend if we have time we'll, we'll button it off with uh some yay talk for sure for sure um so football where do you want to start with you know our topics you pick them okay i just want to get the one that i don't want to talk about out of the way perfect so start Okay, that's all we have. So, <laughs> no. Uh, if you guys don't know by now, I'm a Tampa Bay Buccaneers fan. Um, you sound like you're in fucking AA. <laughs> I feel like I am. We started out the season hot. But now you're not. But we threw that through the window. They lost to the Bears, 48-10. They made Mitchell Trubisky look like some sort of fucking god. Yeah. Um, yeah. Blown coverages, miscommunications, uh, total breakdown of the defense. Yeah. That was what happened. Um, we cannot, you know, people are running around saying, oh, Fitzmagic's gone, Fitzmagic ran out. Great like, impression of people. <laughs> it's like, no, you guys, no, it, that's not what happened. The D, When you get so buried in a game. You can't do anything. I'm sorry, but th- that forces the offense to completely break out of their game plan. Yeah. No team goes into this thinking, what are we going to do if let's, we're down 38 points? Let's spot them No, no one. Yeah, 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 exactly. that, that's going to result in the, them you going out of game plan, throwing crazy, trying to make shit happen. Mistakes happen when that happens. Yep. There's incompletions. Um, so Tampa Bay has officially announced that they're going to be riding with Winston in week six. They brought him in at halftime. Um, he'll be the starter from now on, obviously. Um, Fitzmagic had a good run to start the year. He did, man, and I, I, as much as I love Winston, I, I, I disagree with what they're doing. Yeah, I do. By playing him, I mean it's a very tough call. Um, I disagreed with them bringing him in halftime at the Chicago Bears game. I do. It's almost like, like you could make that change, so that's why they made it. But it's like this is not Ryan Fitzpatrick's fault. Not at all. It was, was like it was like, so unnecessary. You can make that change, so that's why they did it. But like it was so unnecessary. Yeah, it's it it was fixing the wrong thing. It's like if you could somehow sub all your defensive players off and put new defensive players on. Yeah, maybe that's like, one thing. Uh, I don't know, man. Um, a lot of the the fans are calling for their defensive coordinator Mike Smith. They want him retired or fired. Sorry. Um, Let's retire this guy. But like again, like he does need to go. They should have they should have cut him before the beginning of the year because it's this has been the story of the past two years. Um, but you know what, man, you can't just fire your defensive coordinator a quarter of the way into the season. Yeah. Then what? I mean, if you think about it, who's the best team in the NFC South at three and one, isn't it? Saints right now. Three and one though, right? Yeah. You're game back. No, no, I know that. that that's the that's thing too. You can't of... just fire a defensive coordinator when you're game back in a divi- in a right now obtainable goal for a division. No, hundred percent. And people yeah. like like they're like oh, because when you lose that bad, it almost feels like. You've lost sixteen games in one day. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, at the end of the loss. day, they're two and two. Um, 
They opened the season against Philly, or sorry, New Orleans, Philly, Pittsburgh, now Chicago. Um, so a two and two record there with Fitzpatrick as your quarterback, not terrible. It was just harder to stomach because they started so hot. Yeah, and kind of have been declining. If they since. went like one win loss, one win loss, you'd then it'd be more of like a okay. This is exactly what I expected from Ryan Fitzpatrick. But like they beat two solid teams, the Super Bowl champ, defending Super Bowl champions. So it's like in my head then and there, I'm like they're beating the Steelers, they're beating the Bears, they're going into the bye week four zero. Yeah, that's what I expected. Like, yeah. I didn't want anything less. Yeah. But here we are, 2-2. Two two. So, I don't know, man. It was a tough day for me yesterday, and all Buccaneers fans, uh, in case any are listening. All 20, I don't know. All 28 of you. I know none of our friends are, but maybe someone else is in the world. But, yeah, man. it was. It, Should we give this to Deshaun Jackson? Should we let him hear this? I know. I'm just as frustrated as D-Jack. Yeah. You guys on a D-Jack? Jack. You guys are on a D-Jack basis? No, 100%. Me and D-Jack. Go yeah. way back. Hey, D-Jack, if you ever back. want to come on the podcast, I've been listening to yours, man. He's only three episodes in, but if you want to come in the podcast. Yeah, we can teach you a thing or two. You know, we're episode 23. Hey, man. Know. We'll teach you a thing or two. You know, man. hey, we'll get you fly you down before Sunday. Um, We'll teach you a thing or two about podcast. We can go to BDSS. <laughs> we, you can teach me a little route running and speed technique. And... Uh, <laughs> Basically, just run our be our coach. Get me ready for the Gobbler Cup. I'll get you ready for your future in podcast. We'll get you some sponsors, some great sponsors, like sponsors. We have. Yeah, yeah. And hey, man, I'll I'll pay for your flight here. Yeah, I, I'd pitch on that. You have to fly coach. Beer's mandatory. We'll cover your flight here, DJ. You have to fly coach. Um, it's a red eye. <laughs> <laughs> we won't pick you up at the airport. <laughs> uh, so yeah, if you want to make it down, DJ, you got a week off, right? You got a week off, so you can definitely make this happen. There's nothing quite like Southwestern Beep Aereo in October. There's nothing quite like it. Nothing. You know? Nothing quite like it. We were just talking about it. It's like Antarctica in December. This is it can't be beat. With red leaves. Yeah, red leaves in Antarctica. And yellow leaves and orange leaves and brown leaves. But not green leaves. Not yet. Well, some still, but no, you're right. But they're going away. They're gone soon. Not in California, though. No, California. Still good there. Very good. Atlanta um, Falcons. Atlanta Falcons. All right, Thaddeus, Grim, I'm going to pass this off to you right away. I just Do you retract on your statement saying that the Atlanta Falcons are in trouble? No, I don't. Because you, you made such a point of telling me about how Cincy and A.J. Green and Andy Dalton are just like the definition of mediocre. Well, that's just the way I think of them. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Oh my goodness. <laughs> All right, okay. That's just the way you think about them. <laughs> like, I'm sure everyone could agree, like, you know, like, if I were to step into a room full of football fans and I said, Andy Dalton, AJ Green, Cincinnati Bengals, what are the first words that come to your head? Yeah, average mediocre is pretty. Okay, so then that. Maybe just... this year's different, but. But that again just reiterates my point is that the Falcons don't have. They lost Keanu Neal. Keanu Neal. Deion Jones, was it? Deion Jones. No Devontae Freeman yet? Uh, they lost their other uh, safety. I'm not saying that the Falcons aren't a good team. I'm saying that they've been bit by the injury bug. And that's a reality 100%. of professional sports. Yeah, no, 100%. Teams don't play. New England missed the playoffs when Tom Brady. Like, they were still an 8-8 eight team. Eight no, Matt Castle was great, right? Like, for sure. When injury bug affects your team like that... Like you're just not on the same level, right? Like the Atlanta Falcons are a good team. Are they what they were the past two years? I don't think so. No, they're not the 2016 and, Falcons. And I know what Thaddeus is going to text in the group that, like, it's all the injury bug, right? Well, it's just absolutely true. That's a reality, right? Like, that's like that to me. That's like saying, well, I can't jump 20 feet because there's gravity. I'm like, yeah, exactly. That's the reality we live in. So you're saying they're like, regardless of like, they lost 38, 37. You put up 37 points on the Cincinnati Bengals and lost. No, the the Atlanta Falcons, their offense is rolling. Oh, for sure, right? Like Calvin Ridley's playing out of his mind. The I whole... saw I saw a stat I was telling you about. Julio Jones is on track for like 2,020 receiving yards and zero touchdowns. Yeah. A superstar without touchdowns. Like, I that's mean, because Calvin Ridley's stealing them all. People are still snoozing on him. Jacking them all, exactly, right? But I guess just what I'm saying is like your offense is doing so, 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 so much. But if we just think, if we pool that that room of football fans that you were talking about and say Andy Dalton, AJ Green, and they say mediocre, you just let mediocre put up 38 points on you and couldn't win. Maybe the Bengals are the real deal. I don't know. It's still too early to tell, but I don't like the Bengals. If, what's that, Taylor? 
No, you agree with me? I know you do. So, Sextal Taylor agrees with me that the Cincinnati Bengals are Thanks, mediocre. Thanks, STT. Thanks, STT. Uh, I, th- I think Taylor, we, we, we've talked early in the year, and he said, how are the Dolphins 3-0, and how are the Bengals 3-0? This was before they both lost. They were both undefeated at one point. And then the Bengals were only 2-0. Okay, maybe it was when they were both 2-0. He's like, I don't understand. He's like... Well, the Dolphins' first two wins were what? They were like the Tennessee Titans with a bunch of rain delays. And the second oh, yeah. game was against, like, <laughs> was Jets or something like that, right? Yeah. So, yeah. I mean... The Dolphins were beating great teams. Precisely, right? And, um, oh, by the way, shout out to your dad for playing Ryan Tannehill over Kirk Cousins on Sunday. Yeah. Still won his game. Miss- and I get the strategy, but it, like... Yeah. Why would you ever trust Ryan Tannehill, man? That's just <laughs> bonkers. But I guess, anyways, point being that, you know what? The Falcons, for all I know, because you know football a lot better than I do, and you're probably scoffing right now, like, future that is just, like... It's been like a five-minute-long scoff <laughs> that he's had during this segment. And the Falcons might run ship and go 13-3. and three. Let's say this. Can I say something? Of course. I think. Anyway, the, so, but not just <laughs> I think the Atlanta Falcons are the best 1-3 team in the NFL. Okay. I think they're a 1-3 team that is better than the majority of the 2-2 two two teams in the NFL right now. Okay. Better than the Bucks. <laughs> Which Bucks? The Bucks in week one and two or the Bucks in week four? The aggregate of that. The average. I don't know. Okay. Well, I'll find out in week six. Guess we'll find out in week <laughs> But who did the Falcons have this week? Uh, Steelers? So that's... That's a winnable game? That's a losable game. It is. Yeah, the Steelers, regardless of... The, what what you, you think of Big Ben right now or anything like that. They're always going to be dangerous. Yeah. Just because of the weapons there. And Big Ben can... Play good if he wants to, and terrible yeah. at the same time. Um, the Atlanta Falcons, in my mind, um, unfortunate defensive injury bug. This is obviously hurting them right no, now. No, for sure. Uh, if they did have their starters on defense, no one's, no one knows how well they'd be on defense. Even if you're holding teams to 20, 24 points a game, the Falcons are, have won. Now, now they're like a three and one team. Yeah. So, but like to me, just because the injury bug happens doesn't mean you can. You could ever make that argument to me, because oh, no, I know, it, like, it's rea- I know, it's reality. It's a reality so it's that like we live in. Yeah. The, the reality is that the Atlanta Falcons are in trouble, regardless. Yes, they've been because hit with of an the injury, injury bug, but yeah, that puts them in does, a bad situation. Does the injury like the injury bug puts them in trouble? It's not like if the injury bug's not there, I'm not saying that they're in trouble, but the injury bug's there. I'm saying that they're in trouble, hundred percent. Because this is the now this is a few teams right now, <laughs> actually. Three teams in the NFC South right now. You have the Atlanta Falcons, you have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and you have the New Orleans Saints. They all have great offenses. They all have terrible defenses. Yep. The Saints have the worst defense in the league. The Bucks have the 31st worst defense in the league. Um, I don't know where exactly the Atlanta Falcons are ranked, but they can't, can't be, be that much can't be great. lower. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that much higher. That much yeah. higher, sorry, because they're putting up, they're they're allowing the same amount of points, like 40, 35. So it's like, like that, that's great, and you will win games against teams that you can have shootouts with. But when you play good defensive teams, it it, it it's not enough. And I think those are the like you play a team like the LA Rams who has in a, which in my opinion is one of the. The, the most the solid best, team in the, the league right, in the now, right now because their offense is just as good as their defense. Like, yeah. they're both so, like, you know, they're so you play a team like that, and it's like, yeah, sure, you can put you up 35 need, points, but so can the honestly, Los Angeles Rams. You might not even get into a shootout the defense is that good. And that's what happens because, yeah. the, like, like what happened – no, I'm not – I'm just using this as an example. Like, Tampa Bay gets buried early against the Bears, um, and you can't – once you have to come from behind against a good defense like that – your chances are extremely Low. lower, yeah. Opposed to like trying to come back on a on a team who has a terrible defense. When you can shoot out with them, right? I've seen it happen. Like the New Orleans week one, New Orleans Saints and Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That game was nuts. Forty eight to forty. Yeah. Like you know what I mean. Um, and there's been a lot of high scoring games uh, this year, and I think part of that has to do with the fact with the defense is now definitely playing scared. Yeah. Um, with all these roughing the passer penalties, even the cornerbacks have been kind of like limited in what they can do. They're always getting called, and like these are big penalties too. It's like they're not like they change the game. They're like yeah. 
15 yard penalties. Yeah. You get a couple, three of those in your drive, you're halfway down the field. So it's like, it's tough, man. By the way, Nick, you have gotten so good at segues. <laughs> the, the football segues. Like, unbelievably good at those. One of those high scoring games where some of those defensive playing scared rules came into effect was the Cleveland Browns and the Oakland Raiders last there night. There we go. So why don't we talk a Here little bit go. about that game? Oh, my. Um, By the way, I just want to comment. We were all texting in the group about it that, like, I don't fucking care about the Cleveland Browns, and I hate the Oakland Raiders. And we were so, I hate the Raiders. Too. All of us were, me, you, and John were so into that game last night. Yeah, man. Um, this is weird. I think that, you know what? It was a good game. I think that speaks to Bacus Mayfield. You always... <laughs> I don't know. You always want to see the underdog do well. Yeah. Um, I love. I really like Baker Mayfield. I think he's got just the mentality to actually be a winner and turn that franchise around. I will say when I when I started watching the game, it was I think uh, Oakland was down by ten at that point. Okay. And uh, Baker Mayfield was making the Oakland Raiders defense look like the Oakland Raiders defense with Khalil Mack. Like, there was like two or three deflections off of like uh, defensive linemen. Yeah. That I was like, fuck, that was a bad toss. Yeah. That I could have gone really bad. But, like, that's when I tuned in and I was like, fuck off, Baker Mayfield, right? But yeah. then he goes down and, like, he's, does it. He's yeah. finding over. And then, he, and then he fucking completes it, gets the touchdowns and everything like that, right? Yep. Um, so there's a couple of controversial calls, Nick. I just want you to sort of go over both. The, first, the, um, the one that would have been the fumble for the fumble recovery for six. Right. And that then was... the placement of how Cleveland got screwed on that placement of the ball. The the sack fumble was one of the most brutal calls I've seen this year. That was them babying a quarterback. Exactly. Do you want, do you want to refresh for our for our listeners? Yep. Uh, so Cleveland cl- collapsed the pocket. Uh, they were swarming Carr, but I think it was like the first like they all kind of swarmed him at the same time, and I forget who exactly, but made contact with Carr, punched the ball out, ball trickled out. One of Cleveland's defenders was about to scoop it and run it back to the end zone for a touchdown. Whistle blown, forward progress. So basically, they're saying it's an incomplete pass. No, basically, what forward pro- what they were saying as forward progress was that, like you know, okay, for example, if it's a handoff to the running back and then like it becomes like a huge gang swarm and no one's really brought each other to the ground and they like stop moving forward and they're like kind of driving them back but no one's falling on the ground yet and the refs blow the whistle plays dead. Yeah. That's like a forward progress rule, meaning he's not going forward anymore. He's it's the place. Oh, forward done. progress is it's impeded. To pre- it, gotcha, right. gotcha. It's to prevent like injury. Um, okay. but that forward progress call called on Derek Carr was milliseconds before. Like, it's not like there was this huge pile and people were like fighting Derek Carr. Yeah, and Derek yeah. Carr's trying to push. It's the like pile. there was like, pressure on Derek Carr and the ball came loose and they called forward progress. Yeah, yeah it was yeah. like. Mine, like that, the Cleveland Browns win in regulation. And then, in overtime, was it? It was just before overtime. Just before overtime. The Cleveland Browns were in possession Cleveland Browns of the ball. The Browns run the ball, get what we all thought was a first down. It was. And I think that the way the refs placed the ball was probably about half a yard to three quarters of a yard backward than where they landed, right? And still a first down. And based on where the chains were, that was still a first down. Which they called it a first down. Which they call it ruling on the field was first down. And then what happened? And then the ref came on the screen and says, it's not first down. Um, it's fourth down. Uh, his elbow made contact before he crossed the thing, and then that was it, and then they were punting. Yeah. It was like, I don't know. To me, I mean, you'd think that I was a Cleveland Browns fan. The way you were texting last night. <laughs> but I, I just hate seeing stuff like that. Like... It sucks, man. Yep. Like, they got robbed. Yeah. Plain and simple. Refs influenced that game. They, that game wouldn't play out how the, the football gods intended that game to play out. I've just seen so many games, like, this year just, like, literally, like, questionably ruined by bad calls. Yeah. And, like, just stupid penalties. Hmm. And that's the way the league's going. They're trying to make it a safer game, but uh, I don't know, man. The fan experience suffers because of it. It does. It really does. Like... They need to figure it out, man, because it, it's getting frustrating. It's very frustrating to watch. Well, if you're listening, Goodell, come on. We'd love to talk to you. Um, just a quick preview for tonight's game before it starts. Yeah. Uh, I think it starts right now. Yeah, I think it starts right now as well, too. Um, 
I got Broncos over Chiefs in more of like a 28-24 affair. Broncos over Chiefs. Broncos over Chiefs. In more of a low-scoring low affair. Uh, let, let's hear it. Um, I think Pat Mahomes will go out and have like three massive drives where he gets touchdowns. Yep. Like, you just can't stop him. The kids... Like, we were... I was apprehensive about Pat Mahomes. I remember we were talking before the season started. I think Tay was kind of on the fence about him. Yep. I don't know. The kid looks, kid looks good. Yeah, I liked Mahomes. You did. You did. I liked him when I was playing the preseason as a rookie last year, and yeah. I just saw him make a few, like, bombs, and I'm like, oh my... I'm like, this guy... This guy could be good. Heavens to Betsy. No, so he, he he's looked the part, for sure. But... Their defense, man, like... Trash. They're so bad. There's another team... Great offense. Yeah. And here's the thing, right? Broncos Broncos probably can't win. In, Broncos definitely can't win in a shootout. But the Broncos never find themselves in a straight shootout because they have a defense that can stop offenses from producing. I think in order for the Denver Broncos to win this game tonight against the Chiefs, um, they're going to need to win the possession game. So they're going to need to take care of the football. I think they will. Slowly move the chains. Keep Pat Mahomes and Tyreek Hill off the field. Yep. Um... And yeah, just kind of limit big plays from those two. Um, keep the score lower. Like if they can keep them in twenty four points, they have a shot at winning. Yeah, I think if they get above that thirty point mark, I can't really see Denver keeping up. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, Case Keenum has looked good's not the right word, but average probably isn't the right word either. Slightly above average. Hints of good, hints of bad. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but not even to the average. I'm still going more towards the side of good. Yep. But uh, what the Broncos have going for them is that they can get that uh, ground game going. I mean, if you think about it, they're essentially like because Keenum can run as well too. They have four people that can justifiably run the football. Yep. Like it's almost too much. Yep. Right. Like it's just hard for anyone to get into one good rhythm. Right. But uh, no, I, I mean home bias for sure. But I'm going Broncos. Broncos, Broncos all the way. Um, now. I did pick the Kansas City Chiefs in our pick'em. I know it's because we're not friends anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you kept telling me you picked the Bears, but you didn't. Um, I didn't pick Trubisky though. <laughs> your brother picked the Bears. The Bears. Is he the only one? No, no, no. It was uh, I think Thad picked the Bears. Few, oh, Thad, just, uh, Thad just did that to troll you. A few, no, a few people picked the Bears. Okay, okay. Um. Anyways, so you picked the Chiefs. Yep. I picked the Chiefs um, just based simply off the fact that I think they're still pretty hot. I think Mahomes will have another night. That I think it'll Mahomes be a good game, still... though. Yeah, you know what, man? Like Maybe we record the rest of this pretty quick. I'm going to say 35-21 Chiefs. Okay. That's fair. I think it'll be a two-score game. Future John's jumping through the, the screen right now on his phone. Like, I was get... talking to John, and John told me, you know, he texted me yesterday. He's like... Bro, what happened to the Bucks? So we were talking, and he's like, "Yeah, he's like, man, I'm, I'm pretty terrified for the game tomorrow night myself." Uh, nah. He's like, "He's like, Mahomes on fire." I'm like, "Yeah." They're not gonna give up six touchdowns to Pat Mahomes. <laughs> you know what? They probably won't. Yeah. Um, um, I'm gonna knock on wood though. <laughs> <laughs> um, just be safe. Uh, and anyways, finally, NFL point that I want to talk about: uh, Earl Thomas. Yeah, that's sad, man. That's tough. That same bro- same leg, by the way. Yeah. Now he's going to be 30 years old, didn't get his money. Yeah, you wonder what's going through his head because last year when he had he this injury. Off the fucking, he flipped off the bench, not the players. I think the players got what that that bird was. For. 100%. Um, that Seahawk was for. Yeah. That was his last. That was our last time seeing Earl Thomas in a Seahawks jersey. Oh, for sure. Uh, and apparently, like, rumor has it, apparently Jerry Jones was like two weeks ago was close to having the deal done. To bring him to the Cowboys. Really? Yeah. After yesterday, I really wanted Tampa to go after him. <laughs> but and that that it's that sucks, man. Because um, I remember last year, right after he injured, he's like he literally tweeted, he's like like I'm retired. Like I'm literally, retired. probably in still at the at, at the, the game. game. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm I'm done. Like yeah. this is too like you know. So you got to yeah, wonder was, what's going through his head after that happening again. Through four weeks, he was the top rated uh, defensive player. In the league, like defensive rating, he's he's beastly. I I'm he's the best safety in the NFL. Yeah, but they're saying he was not only the best safety, the best defensive player. Really? Yeah, like wow. just based on whatever. Better than Mac? 
based on whatever the defensive rating is that they calculate stuff in the NFL. Wow. Yeah. Great player, man. Yeah, it's tough, tough break. And, you know, it's just kind of like, you just know Le'Veon Bell is kind of like, I was so fucking right, dude. <laughs> but you just know he's sitting at home going like, thank God. Like, it sucks that this happened, but thank God that this happened, right? Like, so true, man. He basically just got validation for what he what he's doing. So true. Because if you were against Le'Veon Bell, and I was kind of on the fence. Like, I, I mean, I get what he's saying. Like, he's got a shorter career span, right? Like, he needs to. But I was kind of like, man, Le'Veon, just fucking play the game of football. But I now 100% get it. I, I, I have nothing against what he's doing. Um, you know, you can say he's greedy all you want, but at the end of the day, man, it's like, it, like it's how he makes his living. So like, and you, and, and, and it's, you know, it's so true, right? Like you have to know your worth, right? We were like, talking about that, about an NHL player and an NHL player doesn't do this because you can be an effective NHL player at 37 years old. You can still make $3 million as an NHL player at 37 right. years old. Right. It's nigh impossible as a running back in the NFL to make money or $3 million at 37. And let's be realistic. As good as James Conner has been, do you really think other teams fear James Conner as much as Le'Veon Bell? If no. Le'Veon Bell's in that backfield, let's say he gets traded he's on another team, you have to give this guy extra attention. Yeah. When Le'Veon Bell's in the backfield for the Steelers, it's like that's like that's a defensive coordinator's nightmare. It's like, how do you stop A B and Normally, right? Like normally, in yeah. offense, usually they'll have that like one. If they're if they're a good offense, they'll have that one, one guy, guy that you're like, yeah. we need to we need like to double cover this game guy. plan for this guy. Yeah. Okay, then and and especially with Juju now. Now Juju, yeah. That's why he's so good because he's good. No one pays to, like they can't. You just can't afford to like double cover all these guys. Man, yeah. You know what? Like the Steelers. Like I think they're they're missing Le'Veon more than. More than what shows, I think, because I can agree more. I think it's showing very clear. You're right. Basically, the Steelers is. are going into every single. I can't. I don't know how to pick the Steelers. To me, they're like. Well, I don't know how to pick the Ravens this year in our pick 'em pool. I know. Like the Ravens are walking into games looking like. A th- I picked the Ravens over the Steelers. Good for you, man. Like that's that was brilliant, right? Like I don't know yeah. what to think of the Ravens. Like Joe Flacco doesn't look like a bad quarterback. We just said. We just said. I hate that. We just said Joe Flacco. <laughs> I didn't even call him Joe Falco. <laughs> I called him Joe Flacco because he looks like a decent uh. quarterback right now. Oh, God. I know. I know. Um, anyways, uh, so that's a little bit of an NFL breakdown. Um, we're going to hear a little bit more from our sponsors. After that, we're going to come back. I'm going to talk a little bit about Kawhi Leonard's preseason debut. I liked a lot of what I saw. Um, and then me and Sexdoll Taylor over here, we've been having a bit of an argument. It's been like some sexy wrestling uh, about <laughs> Jimmy Butler and Kawhi Leonard. And I'm actually very cold on Jimmy Butler. Very, very cold on Jimmy Butler lately. Um, him as a player... Him as the situation that you're inheriting, um, if you trade for him, and just his ability to, to put a team over the top. Uh, so we're going to talk about that Definitely. Uh, when we come back. Definitely. Every day, one in two Canadian men suffer from ballage. It's not the itch to play Madden. No, it is something far worse. Itchy jock balls are sweaty scratchy and uncomfortable. Please volunteer or donate to the Jock Itch Society of Canada Limited. Call 144-444-4441. Just kidding, we love you. Biz mandatory. Biz mandatory. Is this the beer's life? Is it just mandatory? <laughs> a little preview. Sneak preview. Sneaker peeker. Um, okay, so Saturday night. Uh, we hope you enjoyed our commercial uh, sponsors, by the way. Uh, they're near and dear to our hearts, our sponsors. Um, and I have to say, the guys that do the voicing for them are pretty funny and pretty cute. They are. Pretty funny cute guys. They definitely are. A couple of handsome cutie pants. Um... Anyway, so Kawhi Leonard made his Raptors debut. How do we look? Um, so I basically looked at every single aspect of it. Like I looked at him during warm-up. I looked at him talking to people like in between. Because of course the camera goes right to him, right? <laughs> like I looked to him talking. He was laughing at some points with like Serge Ibaka and Kyle Lowry and everything like that. And I, he looked like he was out there at least. He didn't look like he was going through the motions. He looked like he was playing the game of basketball. Right. To, the, to the ability that he can play the game. I think he has to. 
think. I think so too. I think so too. You know, like. But that doesn't mean us as Raptors fans can't enjoy, enjoy that, right? Like enjoy <laughs> that because of it's happening, right? No, he looked. Um, he had a nasty crossover. Drop broke a guy's ankles. Yeah, I, I did see that. Um, he had a left-hand sweeping layup that would have made Steve Nash and Akeem Olajuwon proud. Like, that thing was, like, the only reason he was able to do it was because of his clawed, like, hands. Yeah. Right? Like, it was crazy. He was active in defensive lanes. He just was reading everything. Like, his offense was rusty. His He missed all of his three-pointers. I think he was 4 for 10 from the field. Right. Uh, 6 from 11 from the free throw line. Yep. I think he was rusty on his jump shot, but, like, he looked mid-season form playing defense. Yeah, that's it was, it was fucking. Scary. It's good to see. It's good to see early on. There was, did you see the fast break between Kyle Lowry and him? No. So basically, JV jumps in a lane and steals the ball, and I was like, "What the?" JV looked unbelievable. Yeah, like that's good too. Jonas Valanciunas looked good, man. That's like, great too. Like a real poor man's Pau Gasol. Really? Yeah, he looked really good. It was weird. I was like, "What the fuck?" And he just keep that going, man. But so. Uh, Kyle Lowry or Kawhi Leonard stole the ball, passed to Kyle Lowry who or no JV stole the ball, passed to Kyle Lowry who no looked passed, whipped it right to Kawhi, and then the defender was taking Kawhi and then Kawhi went back over to Kyle and the defender went over to Kyle and Kyle like quickly touched passed it back to Kawhi. They called the foul on the guy oh, attacking I, I Kyle. Did, I did see that, but like literally Kyle touched pass like it was literally like four passes in a row. And Kyle like touched passed it right back to Kawhi. If they didn't call that foul, Kawhi's an open layup. And yeah, like, I, I did see that. But I was that. just like literally John Carlson to the Sharks ugh, creaming in my pants watching that. Like, I was just like, <laughs> holy fuck. Like, if this is game one preseason in Vancouver, I'm like, I, I like I liked what I saw. I really, really liked what I saw. Yeah, man. DeLon Wright looked good. Fred Van, Fe- Fred Van Fleet looked good. Yep, I saw him. He looked good. Pascal Siakam had two or three plays where... That guy might be a better Draymond Green. He's starting, right? He didn't start, no. But, I, like, no joke, man. Like, you heard it here first. I think OG, OG and Nobi didn't play. I think OG and Nobi's going to be really good. I think Pascal Siakam's going to be really fucking good in this league. I hope so. I, He's really good, dude. He had a couple of plays. He grabbed a rebound, ran all the way down the court, posted up his guy, uh, did a, a passable enough post move, right? Like, yep. Uh, missed the shot. Boxed out two guys, hit the ball off the backboard, boxed out two guys again, and then tapped it in. I was like, wow. Wow. Like, just the energy. Just bullying people under the, under the basket. He did everything, man. He grabbed the rebound, ran down the court, posted up a guy, did a post move, and then got two rebounds in the court. <laughs> he had three rebounds and two points in 20 seconds. Yeah, that's that's clutch. That was... It was, it was nice to watch. I think Pascal's going to be very, very good. Um... But it was, you know, of course, preseason. Take it with a salt yep. shaker's worth of salt. Yep. Um, now on to our big hot button issue. Me and Sextal Taylor, as much as we get along, um, we've been having some fight. I'm going to say it. We've been having some fights uh, about about last week's take on what... I'm getting there! On what Jimmy Butler and Kawhi Leonard in the Clippers would be like. And I was saying that I'm not really hot. I don't necessarily think that that's the best uh, way to take someone down. And the more and more I thought about it, and the more and more I just wanted to prove Sextal Taylor wrong. Um, so Jimmy Butler's a top 15 player in the NBA, right? Yeah. That's roughly what we agreed on, right? Yeah. What do sure. you think gets him in the top 15? Is it his offensive ability or his defensive ability? Offensive. You think it's his offensive? Yeah. Do you think he's a better offensive player than DeMar DeRozan? No. I agree with that. I think DeMar DeRozan's a better offensive player. You can look at his career averages as well, too, and, and they'll back those up. I would put them in the same tier, though. I'd put them in the same... I think Jimmy Butler's a better player than DeMar DeRozan based on his defense. Right. For sure, right? Right. So Jimmy Butler is good... I'll even say great offensively. Yep. And an elite-level defender. Yeah. So you're a great offensive player with an elite-level defender. Yep. The more effort... And this is just plain and simple. Jimmy Butler was a better defender earlier in his career when he wasn't scoring a lot of points. The more effort you put into offense... The less effort you put into defense. You're t- yeah, it's you're you can't go more. You can't go 100% on every single play on no. both sides of the ball. It's very, not going to happen, right? Very, yeah, very true. Um, so to me, Jimmy Butler, if if you boil it down, he's just the lesser version of Kawhi Leonard. Yeah. So that's good. That's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. It still makes you a top 15 player. So say you put Kawhi Leonard and 
And Taylor was talking about like Kawhi and Kyle Lowry is worse than Kawhi and Jimmy Butler. But the Raptors have a considerably better and deeper team than the Clippers. So I'm going to take all of that out of the equation and just talk about Jimmy Butler and Kawhi Leonard for a second. LeBron James in the finals when he played against San Antonio, I think averaged about 26 points, 7 rebounds, and 6 assists. And that was with Kawhi Leonard guarding him the entire time. That's still an amazing stat line. Definitely. But Kawhi Leonard stopped him. That guy might have averaged 40 points if Kawhi Leonard wasn't out there. Yeah, exactly, right? So... If Kawhi Leonard can keep the best player in the league to 26 points or whatever, right? Say the Lakers then didn't get Kawhi Leonard or Jimmy Butler, but they went out and got Kevin Durant. Just because, you know, there's some speculation coming around. And I don't think Kevin Durant's going to go there. I think he'll stay with Golden State. But so Kawhi Leonard goes up against uh, Kevin Durant. That's fine. So Kawhi Leonard's stopping Kevin Durant or LeBron James. Is Jimmy Butler really going to make that big of a difference? I think KD and LeBron James outlast Kawhi Leonard and Jimmy Butler. I think really all you're doing if you put Jimmy Butler and Kawhi Leonard together, you are putting the lesser version of Kawhi Leonard who thinks that he's the man and needs the ball in his hands and needs to take all those jump shots that he wants to do and be the be the leader on a team. I think they both have the same mentality of wanting to win championships for sure. But I just don't think Jimmy Butler is in the same cut of player. I think we're talking I think everyone in mainstream media and like that are talking about how Jimmy Butler could transform a lot of these teams. Jimmy Butler's a top 15 player, sure. DeMar DeRozan's a top 20 player, and no one's talking about how DeMar DeRozan's going to get you over the hump. Is Jimmy Butler's defense going to get you over the hump? Maybe. Maybe for the Houston Rockets, Jimmy Butler's defense gets you over the hump. Yeah. But I don't think the Clippers with their team, Kawhi Leonard and Jimmy Butler, what's your big man there? Marion Gortat? That shy Alexander, the rookie they drafted from Canada, he looks good, but he's still a rookie point guard. Yes. Where does Lou Williams' touches go? You basically just you take the ball out of Lou Williams' hands. Lou Williams isn't effective as an, a spot-up three-point shooter. It's true. I don't know. I, 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 I guess I see your point, Taylor, but if we assume that the Clippers are getting... So just based on your argument, Sextile Taylor, if Kwai and Jimmy Butler go to the Lakers, or go to the Clippers, the Lakers are stacking up. The Lakers, aren't, the Lakers will trade and get AD. They'll get Anthony Davis, for fucking crying out loud, who just signed LeBron James' agent as his agent, by the way. That'd be terrifying. Right? Like... I don't think there's any scenario where the lesser version of Kawhi Leonard can take on LeBron James or whatever superstar he gets to come join him. I just don't. I just plain and simple don't. Like, yes, maybe Kawhi and, and Jimmy Butler join up forces in the in the Clippers, right? Maybe that's fine. Maybe they beat LeBron James on his own. I, I'm still apprehensive about that. But if the Clippers sign up, just from like an L.A., standpoint as well too like from a market from a basketball from a business sense the lakers aren't going to let the clippers be the best team again no not when they have lebron james that's not going to happen the, the lakers magic johnson will not let that happen right. the lakers will go and get anthony davis the lakers will go and get kevin durant right like they'll go and get russell westbrook for all we fucking know right like i just there's no scenario where jimmy butler as the second best player on a team i don't know maybe there is a scenario Jimmy Butler out east with Kyrie Irving, maybe. But even still... In Boston. Maybe Jimmy Butler in Boston, if they somehow got him there, right? But I just don't see any scenario in the Western Conference where Kawhi Leonard and Jimmy Butler are beating LeBron James and whoever he has as a superstar, or in another vein, the Golden State Warriors. I don't know. But, no, I I get that, but... On the same end in the East, like you get to the finals, you're playing one of these teams, the same situation, right? For sure. For sure, for sure. And I, I mean, I guess you can make the argument, and I'm, I'm willing to say that a Kawhi Jimmy 1 2 is better than a Kawhi Kyle 1 2. It's I close. almost would say yes. Yeah. You'd say that Jimmy and Kawhi are better. Yeah. Oh, I agree too. I yeah. agree with that sentence. But then, if we're going to do that, right? So say you do get to the finals and everything like that, and it's Kawhi and Kyle. Your team is considerably deep. I'm sorry, the Raptors are just a better team than the Clippers. I if you agree. T- if you take if you took say for example Kawhi and Kyle off or Kawhi and Jimmy off and just let everyone else who the Clippers and Raptors have on their team right now play, the Raptors are way better. Raptors are a better team, hundred percent. I don't know. I just disagree with you, Sextal Taylor. I just don't see how Kawhi and the lesser version of him are are winning. And then on top of that. Jimmy Butler has played 82 games once in his career. The last three seasons, he's missed at least 15 games. 
Wow. Last year, he missed over 20. It was like 25, 26 games. Um, these are knee injuries, by the way. Something that someone that's an athletic defender and offensive player requires to be doing what he's doing. They linger. They linger, right? He's going to be 30 years old. Um, he's gotten to the second round of the playoffs, for sure. It's great. DeMar DeRozan's gotten to the second round of the playoffs, Multiple. right? Um I don't know. I, I think we're making this big fuss like Jimmy Butler's going to tip the needles. Jimmy Butler tips the needles for the Houston Rockets if they can somehow get him. Jimmy Butler does not tip the needles for any other team, and I'm sorry. I, I think you're right. He's in the same tier as DeMar DeRozan. He's a better player. He's an all-NBA def- all defensive player. DeMar DeRozan's an all-NBA player. Yep. I, I think Jimmy Butler, I think we're talking that Jimmy Butler's going to tip these scales, right? And what you're doing is you're trading for the... You're trading for the opportunity to pay him $33 million in his age 31, 32, 33, 34, 34 season with a guy with lingering knee injuries who he's had like two, three great offensive years and his defense has suffered because of it. Yeah, the age is a concern. The injury is a concern. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's, it's tough because you can't... You, no matter what, you, the, no one's touching the Golden State Warriors or the LeBron James. For yeah. That matter. Yeah. Or the Houston Rockets, for that matter. Out west. Out west. Yeah. Exactly right. Like, is Kawhi is Kawhi um, is Kawhi Jimmy Butler and their couple of rookies that they have and whatever veteran pieces they use to fill out their bench better than Chris Paul, James Harden, Clint Capella, Eric Gordon? Is it better than Draymond, Steph, Clay? Kevin Durant? No. Say Kevin Durant goes to the Lakers and it's LeBron and the Lakers and say the Golden State Warriors get Anthony Davis. Ugh. Right? Like, I just, there's no scenario to me where Kawhi and Jimmy Butler in today's NBA, I mean, I guess if like every, if like every super team or every team I had one superstar and Jimmy and Kawhi were somehow together, yeah, they'd obviously be the favorite. But there's no scenario in today's NBA where Jimmy and Kawhi out west yep. are, are winning a championship. Or defeating LeBron, even, for that matter. No. They need more. <laughs> they would need more. At which point you spent all your money on a 30-year-old who might have knee problems and sit out 20 games for you, and Kawhi Leonard. Who's worth the money? True. Call it Raptors bias. But <laughs> call it Raptors bias if you must. But Where do we you, live? There's... Where do we live? I don't know. Um, there's just no scenario where Kawhi Leonard... I mean, if he wants quality of life, that's totally fine. There's nothing you can do about that. I personally believe LeBron James probably wanted a little bit of quality of life. That's why he went. He doesn't want to experience the fall and the spring. Yeah, exactly. He doesn't love red leaves. He's, he just doesn't get what Nick's about. Um, if Kawhi wants to go home, Kawhi wants to go home. But from a pure basketball standpoint, if Kawhi Leonard wants to year in year compete for championships in his best possible way, the Raptors are it. And that's just... At this point, it's factual. Yeah, it's it's tough to argue. I mean, sure. in terms of actually getting to the to the finals. Yeah. You know, winning it's a different story, but yeah, and because now me- you're dealing with maybe playing either the Golden instead State of playing Warriors. the Golden State Warriors if you're in the West in the second round. Now you're playing them in the finals. Yeah. So it's like, but you're at you're in the finals. Yeah. You know. You get more endorsement deals. You get to push your brand a little bit further when you're in the finals. Yeah, for then sure. Then in the second round. Outwards. For sure. Think about this. The Memphis Grizzlies were a second round darling all the time. The Los Angeles Clippers for the longest time with Chris Paul and DeAndre Jordan and Blake Griffin were second round darlings, right? Yeah. Like the the Western Conference is littered with second round teams that could never quite be the San Antonio Spurs like or the Golden the State Warriors, right? Yeah. Like even the OKC Thunder got to the Western Conference Finals and were up 3-1 fucking blew it yeah right like the the western conference is littered with teams like that it's true like i'm not even sure that if we're going to go down that that aisle that Kawhi leonard is better than or Kawhi leonard jimmy butler is better than russ westbrook paul george stephen adams and dennis schroeder it'd be be close that's it's a closer matchup right but say what paul george i think this is generous i think paul george is a better player but paul george and jimmy butler cancel each other out then right yeah that's fair Kawhi Leonard and Russell Westbrook Kawhi's better but let's for all intents and purposes they're both superstars they cancel each other out yeah I like the OKC Thunder team better than the Clippers team the rest of those guys yeah like I'm sorry I just 
Tay, I, I see what you're saying. I just don't see how Kawhi Leonard and the lesser version of Kawhi Leonard. Like, what are you doing? You're rolling out. So you have the two two really good wings. That's great. But what's your point guard depth? What's your three-point shooting? Jimmy Butler's a 34% three-point shooter. That's good. That's not elite by any stretch of the imagination. And Kawhi Leonard and Jimmy Butler, they're decent playmakers, but they're not Steph Curry's, Chris Paul's out there just moving the ball like crazy, right? Like, they need to have the ball to be methodical and do what they're doing. I just don't see how having the same player twice and the worst version of him is putting you ahead of the LeBron James Lakers, the Golden State Warriors, the Houston Rockets, or the OKC Thunder. It's too hard to compete with. Yeah, it is. Sorry, that was a lot of talking on my part there, Nick. Is there any like <laughs> NBA points you want to add? Or uh... Uh, No, man. I'm looking forward to the NBA fantasy draft. That's about it. You and me both, buddy. You and me both. And the Raptor season. Course. October 7th. Excited to see Kawhi out there playing well in the first preseason game. Um, it's exciting times. Uh, just hope the Raptors do well this year, man. I think I think they will. Season opener is on the 17th, by the way. That's soon. Yeah. It's legalization. A couple day. weeks. That's oh. legalization. Oh, day. okay. Is yeah, it in Toronto? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If, if, I don't know. I mean, if, if definitely you partake. Definitely going to have to catch. If you, if you partake. I, definitely going to have to catch a game this year. Yeah, for sure. Missed out last year. Where do we live? Yeah. I don't know. Fly for pretty many far, miles. Right? Come see these Toronto Raptors. It's basically, play. we're in the Carolinas at that point, or the the <laughs> Indias, or the other Americas. Um, also excited for the hockey season. Starts October third. Yep. Uh, at least looking good. Willie Nylander signs Tuesday. Future Rich, when you're hearing this tomorrow, Willie's gonna sign. Willie is going to sign. Um, do you want to talk about Kanye? Do we have time? I just have no What's idea. What's wrong with you? What the fuck, eh? Uh, did you hear what he said today? No. He wants to abolish the 13th Amendment. I did see that. Which abolished slavery. I did see that. Yeah. I, you know, I don't know if this is like some crazy... T- he's got an album coming out like next month. I don't know if this is some crazy publicity marketing, it, yeah. publicity stunt marketing scheme type scenario. But like, even if it were... Why? <laughs> like market better. You're clearly be a better market. It's clearly yeah. like yeah, okay, all publicity is good publicity, but like, I you may be the first person to prove that this is not true. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we were talking about it yesterday. Like it's just kind of boiled down to me that he's resorting to gimmicks. Like he's he's wearing a Colin Kaepernick shirt with the MAGA hat on Saturday Night Live. Yeah. Your ideologies are conflicting, sir. And and I think he does this on purpose to kind of like because his whole point is like he's about love he's about this and that like oh I'm you know I'm taking the mega hat and making it my own just like like hip, yeah, 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 yeah like the culture of hip hop is taking things and making it your own so I don't know like I kind of see what he's trying to do but I think he's missing the boat. The grand scheme of and, the message he's portraying. And you know what's the crazy thing? Is that now, like... Because now you just have to think that, like... Him and Kim are having conversations where Kim Kardashian is the voice of reason. Like, where Kim Kardashian's like, I don't know, honey. Like, that doesn't seem like a great idea, right? Like, <laughs> it's just like, what? Whatever ha- Like, Kim Kardashian is trying to talk sense into Kanye West. And that's a sentence that exists in 2018. I think Kanye's lost his mind a little bit. I think so too. Whether fried out from pills. Yeah, and fame and whatever, man. You you never know, right? Like what these people their lives are like. Yeah. Being other than limelight definitely plays a toll on your mental. But I will say this though: No More Parties in L.A. is without a doubt his most underrated song. No More Parties in L.A. Him Life of Pablo. Him and Kendrick. Yes. It's like the greatest song ever. Yeah, man. I can rap he, most of that. Last you know phrase. what and. I mean, with everything, I'm still going to listen to his album when it comes out. Yeah, it's good. He's um, like, like exactly right. Like he's he's built up enough as mental goodwill for me. As much of a break mental breakdown Kanye's having, I I am still excited to listen to his music, and it's probably going to be good. You know what I like though, man. Like we can have that. Like in today's day and age, it's so much like I disagree with everything that you just said, so I'm taking a stand and boycotting everything. Right? Like the NFL. Can you, like yeah. exactly. Can you not just be like I think you're bad shit insane, but still a try to appreciate your work, right? Like exactly. you can hate the person and appreciate the work. And this is the example I use, and you know what we're probably gonna catch a little bit of flack on this. Usual suspects. Have you ever seen the movie? No. 
One of my favorite movies. Kevin Spacey won an Academy Award for it, right? Like, it was a brilliant. I'm not going to ruin the twist or anything like that in case you watch it, right? I really like that movie. Kevin Spacey's a monster. That's true, right? Yep. Okay, okay. I see where you're, yeah. But I like, see where you're going. Yeah, he's a monster. I don't like Kevin Spacey, but Kevin Spacey's not playing Kevin Spacey in this movie. He's playing a character, and I liked the character in the right. movie and the story and the twist and the acting and everything right. like that, right? Right. Like... As shitty as it is, I can I can judge that for what that is, and I can judge him for what he is. Yeah, it's I like, can separate. You've obviously watched this movie before all the allegations came yeah. out about. Okay, so I'd still like I'd still watch it. It's still a good movie. It'd be like people who grew up watching the Cosby Show, and then Precisely, all of a sudden right? Bill Cosby's like a rapist, and then it's like, and I was are you supposed to say you hated the Cosby Show now? I was listening to like a black <laughs> TV critic, and he's just like, we can't wipe the Cosby Show from like that. Was the bi- that was the first primetime black sitcom. It was huge. Like, we can't wipe that from history. I know. It's, it's such a cultural touchstone. It is. Right? Like, yes, Bill Cosby's a monster, but the work that he created is a cultural point for It happens black many Americans, times. Right? It happens many times. Yeah. Anyways, what a weirdly somber note to end on. We usually do. Beer's mandatory. Episode 23. See you at the Gobbler Cup. Girl,